You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to your Giants News Roundup for Wednesday, February 2nd. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View, and today we have to start in a really sort of uncomfortable place. We have to start with talking about the explosive lawsuit filed on Tuesday by Brian Flores against the Giants, against the NFL really against the entire NFL and in all 32 teams. But in terms of the Giants alleging improper hiring practices, uh, when it comes to the Giants hiring of Brian Dable as head coach, Flores is alleging in that lawsuit that the Giants had predetermined three days prior to Flores interviewing in person in New Jersey which was last Thursday that uh, that Brian Dable was going to get that job. Uh, Flores is using as evidence an apparent text message or a series of text messages from New England coach Bill Belichick, in which Belichick said that he thinks the job is going to Dable. Uh, there are also some indications that uh, – you know, that the Giants had reached out to Flores, you know, before hiring Joe Shane as GM, which is which is fine. And it leads to leads me to a question of if if Brian Flores wasn't a serious candidate for this job, why would the reports indicate that the Giants had reached out to him almost as soon as Joe Judge was fired? Why would John Mara have made a personal phone call to Flores? before Joe Shane was hired as general manager. It's obvious that Flores was a serious candidate for this job. I understand that that at some point in time, someone was going to file a lawsuit like this, and it is going to be interesting. It is going to be very, very important to follow what happens with this lawsuit the Giants have, uh, in, in their statement, they said they were pleased and confident with the process that they went through in the hiring of Brian Dable, said that uh, Flores was a candidate until the 11th hour. And so the Giants are standing by their decision and their process in this case. Um, one thing that, that I, as I said earlier, um, I don't understand why anyone would think that Flores was not a serious candidate here. It, it's entirely possible that that Brian Dable was always the favorite. I mean, he was always considered the favorite. 
I think that uh, I, I don't want to downplay anything here at all. It is absolutely understandable that there is frustration you know, among you know, minorities because there is only one black head coach currently in the NFL. That is absolutely understandable that uh, that people would would look at that and say that that's not good enough because it's really not good enough. But I think that uh, that in this case, we'll, we'll have to wait. We'll have to see what happens. But I do believe that Brian Flores was a serious candidate for the job. And what I want to say is I think that in any hiring cycle, I think that many of us have been through, you know, job interviews where where we may have known that we weren't the favorite for a given job or that we were the favorite for a job. I think that that in many, many cases, um, you enter an interview process with decision makers favoring one candidate over another. And I understand the racial implications of all of this. And, and I understand the frustration. We'll see what happens here. I, I want to believe that the Giants did this in good faith and that there weren't racial overtones to, uh, to their decision. Um, you know, the Giants are a franchise that had Jerry Reese as general manager for, for a decade. So I don't, I don't think that, that you can accuse the giants of being a racist organization that, that will not put black people in positions of power. I think that's just not the case. I do, as I said, understand the, the, uh, the situation with only one black head coach in the league. And uh, obviously I would prefer to see that change as well. I think it's encouraging that the Minnesota Vikings and Chicago bears both hired black general managers in, in this hiring cycle Uh, for what it's worth. It doesn't mean a whole lot, but for what it's worth, Ryan Poles in Chicago and uh, did not hire a, a black head coach. So, you know, interesting, but probably pointless to this discussion, but we'll follow the, the, the Flores lawsuit and, and see where it goes. A couple of other things about that, that I did want to mention Flores accused the Denver Broncos of, of holding a sham interview with him in 2019, where they weren't serious about his candidacy and didn't treat his interview seriously. He also accused Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross of actually not only trying to convince him to tank in 2019 to give the Dolphins a better chance to draft Tua Tua Tagovailoa, but he accused Ross of actually offering to pay him, I believe, $100,000 for every game that the Dolphins lost to improve their draft position. So the Giants are obvious are not the only team being accused here. We'll follow this lawsuit. We'll see what happens. It's noteworthy. It it has to be discussed. I think it's a place where, you know, someone was going to do this eventually and we'll see what happens. I mean, the, the, the thing that I will say is we do have to get to a point in time where, where it's not a surprise that a minority candidate gets a job or doesn't get a job. 
and let's all hope that we get to a point in time some someday where where this topic is not newsworthy where people get hired and nobody really notices the color of their skin because that is the way that it should be and we hope that we all get there we hope that we get there as a society we hope the nfl gets there and and we'll like i said we'll follow the flores situation and and see where that goes just a couple of other things to mention giants fans the uh, the giants search for assistant coaches for brian dable's staff continued on Tuesday, we got word that it looks like special teams coordinator Thomas McGahey is going to return. McGahey will be working for his third Giants coach. He was originally hired for Pat Shermer's staff, was kept on by Joe Judge, and it appears he will now be kept on by Brian Dable. I'm actually happy about that. McGahey is a really good special teams coach. I know that the Giants special teams had ups and downs in 2021 but McGahey is a really good coach widely respected around the league and I'm glad that uh, that that he will return also you know Patrick Graham had his second interview for the head coaching job on Tuesday with the Minnesota Vikings we know that the Giants want him back and will bring him back provided he does not get that job in Minnesota Jim Harbaugh Michigan coach interviews for that job on Wednesday. So we'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, good luck to Patrick Graham if if that is a job that he wants. But fingers crossed, Giants fans, that, that Graham returns to run the Giants defense in 2022. Uh, that will help the Giants as they uh, – as they try to rebuild a team that went four and 13 in 2021. The other bit of news we've, we heard that Ken Dorsey, Buffalo Bills quarterbacks coach when Brian Dable was the offensive coordinator in Buffalo will stay in Buffalo and become offensive coordinator. The uh, reporting at this point has the giants interested in Pep Hamilton currently working with the Houston Texans, Mike Kafka, currently with the Kansas City Chiefs, and Chad O'Shea, who's currently with the Cleveland Browns as potential candidates for their offensive coordinator job. Took a look at all three of those guys at Big Blue View. Uh, If you want to find out more about those guys, stop by BigBlueView.com and and check out the uh, the, the work I did on those guys there. All right, Giants fans, uh, that's our show for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please remember to subscribe on YouTube if you're watching us on our YouTube channel and subscribe on, on all of your favorite podcast applications wherever you listen to Big Blue View Radio. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. 
Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof, making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more. Strengthen security posture and reduce third-party risk. Get $1,000 off Vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash vox for $1,000 off Vanta.